how do I contribute to um, changing our environment for the better? And I think there's little things that each of us can do to create actionable change over time. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I wanted to create a place where people can go to to get inspired, get motivated, or find some clarity and get tools to create a radically loved life. I will do my best to provide information on a variety of subjects, including yoga, holistic health, life coaching, spirituality, meditation, and overall mindful living. Each episode will bring you some of the world's best spiritual leaders, entrepreneurs, yoga teachers, coaches, along with some of my closest friends, and we will talk about their life experiences and journeys to create something more out of their lives and how they continue to grow to make that happen. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Wisdom Wednesdays. Do we say Wisdom Wednesdays or Wisdom singular or plural? I mean, it makes more sense that that it's plural because we do this every Wednesday, right? (laughs) So I just said Wednesday. I'm outing myself, but I believe we should say Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, As you can all hear, Tessa is here. Oh, actually, we have two. One question, one comment. Ooh, okay. Um, The comment was from a listener that said if we, when we chat or when we're talking, if we could alert who is talking, because she says that we sound very similar. Oh, interesting. Which, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah. Okay. This is Tessa. I think that's, I mean, we're both saying it's interesting. Yes. <laughs> this is Rosie saying it's also interesting. So I, I thought that that was really kind of a neat thing. Yeah. You know? Okay. I so like we, I, we will do our best to alert you all. I mean, we're going to just continue to flow with the conversation, but um, yeah, I will, I will try to be mindful of that. And mm. the other, uh, question was from a listener asking if we were going to post the videos and, uh, yes, we will be posting all of the videos from the last couple of weeks. They will all be on my YouTube channel. We haven't put them up quite yet because, we are in the middle of revamping the artwork for season seven, which will start July, what? 30th? Yes. July 30th. <gasps> what? That's very so exciting. exciting. It's yeah, beautiful. Very, very, I'm, I'm very, very, very excited. Uh, and I'm excited for our last guest this Friday. That's going to be on Me too. Um, before our little two week break. So today I am uh, I've been actually looking forward to sharing this more of a prompt with you because mm-hmm. um, it's been, you know, it was very, it's been very pertinent to my life this week. So mm-hmm. um, this week I'm going to be reading from um, uh, Humble the Poet. It's sorry, it's like an uncorrected proof because I'm hoping that we can get him on the show. He hopefully will be on for season seven. His, it's an international bestseller, and the book is called Unlearn, 101 Simple Truths for a Better Life. And what I have been doing with this, very similar to um, what I do with the Book of Awakening, is sometimes I just open it up to a random page, and then whatever is there, I just read it, and then I utilize that to um, 
uh hold on one sec it's sorry little technical glitch but the way that i like to use it is i might just pick it up and open to whatever page it opens and read a couple of paragraphs and and try and learn something from it do you ever do that Oh, yeah, all the time, especially from books like that that are meant to be, you know, you don't have to do front to back. I use them as resources. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And um, Light Watkins's book is very similar, knowing where to look. It's very mm-hmm. it's the same thing. So I've got a couple of these books just around my workspace. And whenever I'm feeling stuck or something's happening, I just open it up. And um, I happen to be going through something Uh, when I opened this passage and I'm like, oh, this is the perfect topic for Wisdom Wednesday. Zuh, with Tess. (laughs) So here we go. This is about emotions. Mm. So it's on page uh, 144, and I believe it's uh, the simple truth, number 48. It says, which emotions are you feeding? Stuff happens in our lives. Emotions can overwhelm us. And sometimes it's just not easy to appreciate the sunshine or the air in our lungs or anything else for that matter. We all feel it. The heavy emotions that we think no one else understands. The pain that wears a half-assed smile and has mastered the art of saying, I'm fine, which is short for leave me alone. You wouldn't understand if I tried to explain it and you probably won't care either. Accepting fear, confusion, anxiety, and whatever other unpleasantness simply means to understand it's part of us, no different than a toenail or a nose hair. (laughs) The most extraordinary people feel those emotions too. They just choose to not feed them. Mm. So it was very interesting for me because we are dealing with a little bit of a family situation and I think it's it's so easy to get swept away with people's emotions when people have a very big I'm thinking about um, Glennon Doyle when she talks about big feelings Mm -hmm. you know I I love the way that she talks about this Uh, she uses this explanation when she's talking when she would talk to her children when they were small it's like they're having a big feeling or a big emotion and I feel that for me because I'm very empathic I can easily get swept away with that instead Mm -hmm. of giving myself the space because you want to empathize with people but at what point do you draw the line between their emotion and your own what Mm -hmm. happened with me was that I wasn't in a place where I felt totally grounded and I got swept away with that emotion and then I continued to feed it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so then it creates this really magnified, reactive way of being and mm-hmm. it is very unwise <laughs> and it can potentially hurt other people, right? So I just thought that was really interesting. It was a, a really great reminder to see that if I continue to feed what is not serving me will continue to perpetuate and the problem with feeding an emotion that's not serving your highest good is that it will inevitably bleed into other areas of your life Mm -hmm. right Yeah. yeah what do you think well I just I so um I so have compassion for that experience. I experience it quite frequently in my life on that scale of really challenging 
um, I guess, relational, emotional experiences and on also just on a personal relationship level with myself. I think the, the way that I kind of narrow it down for me and my current experience is when I'm, it's like an automatic knee jerk response to get stuck in, in an emotion. Right. And it happens underneath the line of awareness. So I'm operating from a place of, um, like unconsciousness almost. Right. So the emotion then is driving my decision. And what I've been noticing lately is the way that I deal with those emotions that I try to stuff down and not deal with is I want to buy things. I want to go shopping and Rosie, you know, I love clothes. (laughs) She's got great style. She's got such great style and she really, she loves her, her wearables. I do love my wearables and I, and, and, this isn't to, to shame anyone for, you know, adorning ourselves and for, yes. for um, spending money on ourselves, because I think there's value and purpose in that as well. I recognize for me that I take it over the top and it becomes that unhealthy pattern of behavior. Yeah. And I want to spend my money more mindfully on things like going on vacation um, spending money on a workshop, uh, you know, I want to make different purchases versus a short-term experience of pleasure. I want it mm-hmm. to be a longer lasting experience of pleasure. So that's kind of how I relate to that. And I think yeah. that any sort of, I, I don't want to use the word addictive behavior, but that kind of unconscious automatic behavior can be related to that experience. Yes. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I think what we feed will persist. Exactly. And if we continue to feed something that is not serving our highest good, it has nowhere else to go but to grow. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's really interesting because what you're really talking about is discernment, is Mm -hmm. to be able to discern when it's we know when we're doing things to escape. We know we're doing things to numb. We know when we're doing things to not face something. We do it all the time. And I know it's, I'm being very, uh, I'm generalizing here, but I think it's pretty safe to say that at one point or another, when we feel an unsavory feeling, it's instinctual for us to want to not feel it. We We don't crave unsavory moments. We want to feel good. We want to be able to express ourselves fully but the fear is always that we won't will be shunned or we won't be understood or we will be um yeah like taken the taken the wrong way or maybe we won't we feel that expressing our emotion will create somebody leaving us or something of that nature so yeah i i like what you said um so thank you for letting me share. That was something very poignant oh, yeah. for me this oh, yeah. week. Yeah. I guess one more thing I would add to that would be, I liken this also to the idea of building the muscle or building the practice of meditation. And we all, how many times have you heard someone say, or even said to yourself, I can't sit still right now. I can't meditate. I can't make my mind stop thinking. Right. And that's obviously not the point, or maybe it's not obvious, but it is not the point. And what I, when I'm leading a guided meditation or I'm teaching a class, I often remind myself and remind students that the success in this automatic behavior is 
is not that like you're controlling your behavior or emotion. It's that awareness. It's the moment of acknowledgement and recognition, like taking the meditation, for example, you're sitting there and you're like, oh, my mind is, you suddenly become aware. Oh, my mind has gotten off the breath. I'm thinking about what's coming next. I'm moving off into the future. Ah, now I pause and I come back to my breath. And it's the same kind of thing. Like I find that success when I'm about ready to make that knee jerk reaction purchase. Like I got to have that shirt. It's so cute. And then I'm like, but why, what's driving this decision? Mm -hmm. You know, what need is that feeling filling and what am I not actually feeling? So that's all that I would have. Have you ever felt that when receiving a text or like a reactive, when you just want to, you know, you, you feel yourself like I should stop for yes. a second. Tell me about that. I'm curious. Oh gosh. So I remember talking, I remember having this conversation with a woman once who she was happened to be doing my hair. I feel like I get great advice from hairdressers. <laughs> they are the best. <laughs> she was ever. like, in, in terms of having that, oh, I got to respond to this text right now. She was like, you know, you got to teach people how to treat you. And so what I do is I don't respond. I'm, I'm making a conscious decision. This person is like texting me a minute, you know, a mile a minute and they want an answer. Now I consciously choose to wait a day, let them cool off and teach them that I'm not going to respond right away. You know, make it your, your own terms, you know, does that make sense? That's always stuck with me. Yes. Yes. No, I like that. I think it's important. Well, I mean, the way that you treat yourself shows others how to treat you. Yeah, that's exactly what she was telling me. And um, even though I, you know, I have to practice that it doesn't always happen. Mm -hmm, It mm -hmm, sticks mm -hmm. with me. I often remind myself of that. Yeah. 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 I like that. Okay. This episode is brought to you by True Niagen. I used to feel completely drained and exhausted after my morning runs, but that's not the case anymore. I love True Niagen. True Niagen fuels the body's energy engines and maintains cellular metabolism and even supports heart health. I have way more energy now. With 11 published human clinical studies and backed by Nobel Prize winners, True Niagen is a supplement that's clinically proven to boost NAD levels an essential coenzyme required for cellular health and repair. Since I started taking Trunigen, it really helps my muscles recover after I run or anytime I use my tonal. I just feel like I have more zest, more vitality, and I'm just really feeling like it's truly supporting my overall health. It only took a few weeks before I started to notice the difference. I even ordered some true niogen for my parents so that they can experience more sustained energy throughout the day. Right now, for all of our listeners, they're giving 10% off of your first purchase. All you need to do is go to trueniogen.com dot com forward slash loved and use the code loved that's t-r-u-n-i-a-g-e-n dot com forward slash loved that's l-o-v-e-d to save 10% off of your first purchase trueniogen.com forward slash loved use the code loved these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration this product is not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease If you want to get healthier, one of the best things you can do is get seven hours of quality sleep every night. 
I know it's very hard to do that because your mind keeps you awake and maybe you're uncomfortable or you wake up too early and then it's hard to fall back asleep again. There are a hundred reasons why you can't get seven hours of quality sleep every night. But listen, because your body heals itself when you're sleeping, if you're not getting enough quality sleep, you might be increasing your risk for disease. So an easy way to get good quality sleep every night is to make sure you're getting enough magnesium. Believe it or not, around 75% of people don't have enough of it. This helps explain why so many people have sleep problems. But do not run to the store to buy your first magnesium supplement. Most magnesium supplements use only two of the cheapest synthetic forms. And since they're not full spectrum, they won't fix your magnesium deficiency or help you sleep better. There are actually seven unique forms of magnesium and you must get all of them if you want to experience its calming, sleep-enhancing effects. That's why I recommend Magnesium Breakthrough by Bioptimizers. Simply take two capsules before you go to bed and you'll be amazed at how much better you sleep. Notice how well rested you are when you wake up and it really allows the day to flow by in a more enjoyable way. And for an exclusive offer to all of my listeners, go to magbreakthrough.com forward slash radically loved and use code radically loved 10 during checkout to save 10% off. Go to magbreakthrough.com forward slash radically loved. And don't forget to use the code radically loved 10 so you can get 10% off of any order. And a special thanks to Buy Optimizers for sponsoring this show. I'm ready for yours. All right. Well, this is Tessa. <laughs> oh, good. Good going. Um, I am reading. So right now I'm reading a novel and I just love novels. My favorite genre is historical fiction. And I happened to find this book. It I find that um, just like Rosie, you describe opening your uh, book of awakening to the page of the day and whatever lesson needs to be there for you. I find that the novel that I pick up off the shelf next has everything I need in that moment right mm. now. And I, this is like so true for me with this book that I'm reading. It's called 1000 White Women, which like the title itself, I was like, what the hell is this about? <laughs> and so it's based in 18, I believe it's 1874. This is in um, the United States when we were colonizing the Native American people. And it's based on this actual event that happened that I had no idea. And it's crazy. So let me just briefly give you a little bit of context. So um, the chief of the Cheyenne people had a meeting set with um, President Grant, who was actually the president at the time. And he goes to this meeting and the, the purpose behind the meeting is to create peace between the Native American and the new white settlers. And the like the idea is that in order to create peace, the Cheyenne people need to learn how to integrate with the white settlers. And so the Cheyenne chief's idea for creating this integration that he proposes to Grant is in order to help your people assimilate with our people, you give us 1000 white brides. Oh. <laughs> this actually happened. This wow. is true. And obviously Grant said no. And like it describes the scene, his like wife faints and, you know, it's just oh, like goodness. this book is just so I feel like I'm wow. in it. Like I can see it and taste it and feel it. it's palpable. Wow, wow. Um, anyway, so the story of this book is that 
what what would have happened? The author imagines what would have happened if Grant had said yes, and this actually came to pass. So it's written from the um, voice of the lead female character who gets um, betrothed to the chief of the Cheyenne um, people. And um, the quote is, I'll just read it without further ado. Oh, yes. The buildup was great. This is Rosie, by the way. (laughs) Okay. Tessa again. So, (laughs) So the chief continued, the people, the Cheyennes, referred to themselves simply as Tsitsistas, the people, are a small tribe, smaller than either the Sioux or the Arapaho. We have never been numerous because we understand that the earth can only carry a certain number of the people, just as it can only carry a certain number of the bears, the wolves, the elks, the pronghorns, and all the rest of the animals. For if there are too many of any animal, this animal starves until there is the right number again. We would rather be few in number and have enough for everyone to eat than be too many and all starve." So it goes on and I could just like read this whole book to you, but Mm. that jumped off the page at me in terms of like the literal translation, but not, not from the, I'm not sharing this from the standpoint that like I'm making a political statement, but rather like as an analogy that we as a human race, um, like are all in this together. You know, our world is heating up. I mean, in the Pacific Northwest, we just had a record triple digit three days, which I have never experienced in my life. So it is, it's like this palpable for me, at least I'm experiencing Mm -hmm. this energy of, is this sustainable? Like, what do we do as a collective? And I, and I keep asking myself, you know, I'm only one person. So it starts to feel overwhelming. How do I contribute to um, changing our environment for the better? And I think there's little things that each of us can do to create actionable change over time, you know, and what are those things? Like, for example, I like to wash my clothes on cold. I don't use the electricity to heat up my, um, you know, hot clothes. And then I dry it in the sun, especially in the summer. Like it smells like fresh air and my clothes and they're nice and they smell like outside. (laughs) I mean, there's, there's a lot of little things I try to buy in bulk. I try not to buy things that are packaged and, and, plastic and use less water in any way that I can. Right. So I don't know, Rosie, what is, what is your experience with, so I guess it's a two-part question. Like, do you start to feel as you think about the global landscape and our environment and then, and it feels like the direction the world is heading, does it ever scare you? Yes. Are you kidding? A hundred percent. I mean, I've talked about this before, you know, when Tori went to Australia six years ago I was we were in yeah we were going to dive the Great Barrier Reef and it's been Mm. on my bucket list for since I realized there was another country you know down down under Uh I um because you know I didn't grow up traveling as a kid you know I learned about all of these different countries from history books and Mm-hmm. you know, maps and things. And so that was always a dream of mine to go diving the Great Barrier Reef. And I was so happy and I was so excited. And the minute that we got there, I was gutted. Oh, mm-hmm. I was devastated because it just all, the, there was all this bleached coral, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and it's bleached because of 
plastics in the water and global warming and it just and it it does go in cycles you know and the the person that was leading us through this excursion was kind of explaining everything but definitely was making the case that we are definitely affecting the earth and it just it really it was not a fun exciting experience for me actually it left me feeling very depressed and in fact Tori and I both got violently violently sick after we got back I mean not I think we were just sun exhausted or something it just we ended up getting a really gnarly cold and stuff and yeah I mean I I've always been uh worried about the planet because I feel like there was this this book that I read about a a teacher who was um teaching a big a group of environmentalists and this room full of students he asked how many of you here love the planet earth mm. and every single one of them raised their hand and then he asked how many of you believe that the earth loves you back and they all put their hands down and I thought that that was really interesting. And so the point of, the point of of that he was trying to make was that, how are we supposed to integrate with making a change if we don't believe that the earth can support us? You know, we are so quick to talk about all the ways that we are ravaging the earth and its resources, and we don't feel the support. You know, I think there needs to be the equal. Uh, amount of energy put in both it's like I am also one person and I do my part and you know same as you and we use recyclable recyclable you know water bottles and Mm -hmm. you know we we try to be as as conscious of our and you we have rolling blackouts here in southern in the valley like constantly and you know we we just we do our best and I think that I'm one person you're one person and maybe the person listening the people, the one person listening to this podcast, <laughs> the people that are listening to this podcast might feel the same way. But I, I thought that the, that was a really interesting point that he was making the, the sort of disparity between us loving the earth, but then not feeling mm. the re- reciprocity. And I think that reciprocity had to do with, yeah, seeing the earth react to our negligence. Mm -hmm. right so anyway that's that's how I feel about that I mean I totally agree with you and I think that you know we it's not in our face unless it's in our face right you most of the time we wouldn't think about it you just had triple digit heat a heat wave in near Portland Oregon like Mm -hmm. this is unheard of you know last year here in the valley we had we hit a high of 117 I think which has never in the history of the valley ever happened before so it 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 should be enough to give us pause to do our part to educate ourselves and and not bury our head in the sand and pay attention this is how we make a difference Mm -hmm. with your money your Mm -hmm. purchases that is how you change things what do you what is your priority what are you spending money on what where are you allocating your own resources and are they serving 
the planet? Are they serving the greater good? So yeah, that, that's how I feel about it hmm. without getting too deep into it. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember feeling like this, even as a small child, I, we were, I think it was like seven and we were, um, I was learning about the Vietnam war. My dad was telling me about mm -hmm. it and it felt to me even then, like, what if a, a bomb was dropped on our heads? You know, what if we lived in a war zone? What mm -hmm. we're lucky in the United States, but we don't. And so I have this tendency to go forward into that mm -hmm. um, mindset of, you know, catastrophizing. Cat everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, we, yeah. Same. That's, that's why we get along so well. <laughs> right. So it, it's, it's a challenge to stay in the present, but also to remain conscious enough to make those actionable decisions. And yes, vote with my dollar. I definitely do that, especially with my food choices. That yes. is like my 100% non-negotiable thing is being really conscious about where my food comes from. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just wondering. Yeah, no, I mean, and, and it's, I thinking about it now when my first, one of my first trips to Bali, uh, years, years ago, over, uh, over a decade ago, um, I went to the, uh, eat, pray, love beach, you know, like I was Aww. wanting to go yeah. to the eat, pray, love beach in Bali where they, you know, had their, uh, if you've never read the book or watched the movie, it's, it's a very pivotal moment in the story, yeah. but I was, and people go there. It's like a site to go see. And I got there and this beautiful beach was just full of wrappers and plastic bottles and just you know it it it's it sucks you know it's interesting because outside you see people posting all these beautiful pictures but i've been to many places all over the world at this point and the saddest thing that i've experienced is being in the middle of an ocean whether it be the indian ocean whether it be the mexican ocean yucatan whether it be uh, off the coast of scotland there is trash yeah in the middle of the ocean you know and it it just uh i mean i can really go i can really continue to go on and and i think actually it would be really great to have somebody to uh, have a professional speak to this mm -hmm. on the podcast i think that yeah. this the result of this wisdom wednesday is let's get somebody to talk about the environment why not mm yes please that would soothe my soul you know I, there's like little things I can think of that give me hope but I'm just <laughs> I'm trying not to be freaked out right now I, I think you guys and that's part of the thing it's like wisdom Wednesday is not always gonna make you feel good right, but there's little things that we can do I don't yes, want there is actionable that. steps you guys yeah. for sure yeah yeah I mean, I had this experience the last time we were in Mexico. I go with my family because my husband is from Mexico and we meet on this very quaint, cute little beach. It's called Sayulita. Have you ever been there, Rosie? I've, I've not, but I go close to there. Okay. Yeah, it's really cute. Yeah, Shinalani is close. It's mm -hmm. a retreat center. But what I've been seeing lately, and we've been going there for the past five years, is the town is growing and the infrastructure is not there. Mm. And they're currently pillaging through the jungle to build a super highway from uh, Guadalajara so that people don't have to go all the way around. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just, it's heartbreaking, 
But here's the silver lining. When we're there, the people of the town, and also there's a lot of expats. So what I've seen happen the past couple of times is um, people just start picking up trash off the off the beach and one person starts it and it's a ripple effect. And then our family joined. And then pretty soon there's like 20 people picking up trash off the beach and it's clean again. I mean, that's yeah. all it takes. Yeah, that's just true. one person. Just one person. I love that. This is Rosie speaking. Uh, thank you all so much. Thanks, Tess, for being here and for sharing your wisdom this Wednesday. And uh, I'm excited to continue to hear feedback from everybody listening. That's that's it. That's all I got. That's Anything all I else? Got too. No, yeah. that's good. And I mean, my pleasure to be here. Thank you. Yeah, this is awesome. Everybody, thanks so much for listening to Wisdom. Wednesdays uh, with the Z. Maybe we should put a Z at the end. I like that. Yeah, yeah let's add a little bling to it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so excited to continue to do this. Please share this with your friends. Email us. Message us on Instagram at Rosie Acosta or on Twitter at Rosie Acosta. Subscribe on iTunes. Write a review. We love doing this, so please help us continue to keep this podcast going. Thanks for listening.